Okay, welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. It is episode number five. And today I have a very special guest, uh, someone who I have known for a very long time. Um, incredibly busy individual. And I'm going to actually rattle off what he does on a weekly basis. And uh, I've got a list here and it's actually making me tired just look at it. So this, <laughs> this guy is a personal trainer. He's a prep coach. He's a sports nutritionist. He's a counsellor, an author, columnist, mentor bodybuilding judge, he's a podcaster, motivational speaker, suicide prevention campaigner, he owns and uh, is a gym and a business owner, he's a, an alright bodybuilder, and he's a father and a husband, <laughs> and if you need your AC regassed, he used to be a fridgy as well, so, Leon Stenson from Body by Leon, how oh, you come, God, mate? I don't think my head fits in the room here now, Paulie. Uh, you, you got an ego now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, buddy, thank you so much for having me on. I think, um, again, we tried to tee up this last week, but again, unforeseen things happened. I had to duck off to Sydney, so my apologies there. But That's here, all right. Here we are, mate, ready to rock and roll. Ready to rock and roll. We're very excited, mate, to chat to you, man. Yeah, it's, it's it's cool to have you on board. Like, I've been on your podcast a couple of times now, yeah, no, but yeah. uh, the roles are reversed now. It, it, this is actually funny sitting at the other end. <laughs> actually, usually, I'm the one that having all the questions and yeah, cool. instigator now, and I can just relax. You go, can relax, like, mate. There's, cool, no, mate. Yeah. there's no pressure it's here. It's all on you today, mate. It's it all is. on you today. <laughs> so, how you been? How, how's, that, how's life treating you? How's um how's everything post-COVID? How's business? How's family? How's, how's just Ser- life? Seriously, Paul, mate, I, 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 I reckon I'm, I'm in my absolute prime. And, and I say in prime, I'm not talking business-wise because that is as well but just psychologically mentally I've just spent the last probably I would say a good part of the last two years really investing into my mindset and actually because I've always had this thing with with life business relationships you know mm. if you want to be at your peak it all starts with the mindset and the way you view things and how you think and so I've really made it a part of my life to go you know what if I want my business to grow you know what I've done the studies there's, there's a lot of academics going on there but that's not in ne- necessarily going to improve in my life unless I take action so I've mm. actually spent a lot of time really you know you know whether it's me- meditating or, or listening to music or surfing or watching the sunrise or spending time by myself or spending time with my daughter the family whatever it is I'm going to do yep. I've just been investing so much into my mind to keep my mind strong and once I've done that it's I seem to have this peace within myself and you know what that it seems to flow onto everyone I encounter poorly and for me that's just been a game changer. So, mate, I, I'm, I'm about as relaxed and about as happy as I can ever be at 43. How good is that? How so, good is that? So, it's so good, mate. Tell you <laughs> what, mate, people are missing out. Hopefully, by the end of the podcast, maybe people might this people might take some advice on about, you know, you know, really invest in yourself and, and don't be too afraid to go, oh, you know, I'm, I feel like a selfish person because I always seem to put everyone else first and, and you know, my, and, yeah. and I want to make sure that everyone else is okay and... You know, so I don't want to go do this, or I don't want to do that. But I always say, you know, you can't help anyone if you don't help yourself first. A hundred percent. That's exactly right, mate. Hundred percent. So I just rattled off all the stuff you do, right? And yes. it's ridiculously big. And I'd hate for you to decide to quit personal training and and do up a resume because it'd be about fifteen yeah. pages long. <laughs> but how, so how do, how do you manage your week? How do you manage your time? Like I know you're a bit old school and you run pen and paper diaries yes. and that sort of stuff, which is cool. No problem with that. Um, but how do you manage your week? Like because you. What's your, how many PT sessions are you doing at the moment? Yeah, so, so not as many as I used to, if I go, you know, if we go back five, six, seven years ago, thereabouts, you know, you do the 60 odd sessions, yeah. thereabouts, but, and I, I, and I always average around that 40, because there's obviously a lot online and that as well, yep. but as the time goes on, I realise that to improve the quality of my work, I actually pulled right back to then 30. Okay. Now I sit just around 25 a week, so I, a lot of them are hours, so there's yep. about, I'd say around 25 hours a week where I engage with individuals face-to-face. So, yep. and, then, and then on top of that, there's probably about six hours 
hours counseling thereabouts as well. Yep. So there's about, I'll work out on average about 30 hours and then obviously you've got the online. So there's probably another, maybe another, I don't know, maybe about the 10 hours or so thereabouts as well. Yep. So there's your 40 hour week. Yep. Okay. So basically all I'm doing is I love my old school pen and paper and my diary yep. because I'm scribbling and change things and things. I do have a structure of my week is set out yep. and it's set out to basically the minutes. Yeah. I mean like the minutes. Yeah. Counseling obviously there's give or take a little bit of time. But I think it's just been being very organized, being aware mm. and um and, and I'm not getting ahead of yourself or not taking on too much that you can't because for me it was always about quality first, poorly. Yep. You have the quality of your work has to be superior first. That has to be goal number one. There's no point taking on a whole whole workload that you can't manage. So but for me personally the, the, the better my headspace is, and you'll probably hear me talk about this the whole, this whole session now, is that the more my headspace is, the more I can do. Yep. The more unjumbled and clear in my mind is, the more work I can take on. So I'm actually just at the back end of book number two, yeah, which cool. is which is um, not a lot of people spoken about because I've just been quietly just been doing this, just knuckling down because I, I just haven't had a chance. Working behind to, the scenes. That's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> right? you, you, said, you said it, which actually then takes me within, I think around probably November, I start my third one. Right. So this will be this will be my first sort of fitness book. So, but this 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 second one was based on you know teaching people, educating people about anxiety, time mm. management, and resilience, and all the stuff that you know we talk about in life that people are lacking because that's stopping their progression moving forward. And that's and all I'm doing is I just put something on the, on the pen and paper, yep. which will then go into a book for this chief factor going, you know what, this is how I got my mind into the position where I can manage, you know, run, run in the gym and I, and I can do counseling and I can write books and I can be spend a lot of time with my daughter mm. and I can be home and be, and spend a lot of time with my wife and stuff like that. So yep. so all it, for me, it starts with upstairs. You know yep. what I mean? Once you've got that, everything kind of flows from then on. Hundred percent. That's awesome. So do you? So you just mentioned the book, and then you've already got, already got a third one in the in the pipeline. Do you work from project to project, or do you? If you've got an idea, do you try and plan it ahead of time? How do you manage that sort of so that you've got something to move on to once the next project starts? Yeah, usually it'll be I'll finish one, start the next one. Just for some reason, um, these ideas sort of come up, and yeah. and, and again, I, I I'm a better I'm a, I'm a thinker, but not not a, not an overthinker. Mm. I've always got ideas, and I'm always thinking ahead yep. so I'm thinking okay when this one when this next one finishes what's next so yep. I haven't even put pen to paper on the third one because I don't want it to interrupt and sort of mix over with what okay. I'm doing now so yeah, yeah cool. so pretty much what you're saying yeah I'm going to make sure that the first one's done the second one is done completo complete yep. and then that's out there the next one then can be started so yeah I, I generally don't get too many big projects at once going I learned that last year when I was, <laughs> when, when I was actually at, I, I was the busiest I'd ever been yeah. and things were great and I, I decided you know I'd, I'd write this book then all of a sudden I thought you know what I, I need to understand more about psychology so I went down the counselling road and started yeah. studying at the same time so no I will not be doing you know studies and writing books and working at the same time because that was a whole nother level but what it did teach me okay there's always you always take out you always look to see what can I take out of this lesson at yeah. the moment. So when I said, well, one lesson, I'll never do that again. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and number two, it taught me that my 40 hour week I was priorly doing a couple of years ago was very laxy-daisy. Yeah, okay. And it, it allowed me to go, you know what? So I've just thrown an extra 20 hours a week in this and mm. I become more effective. So no, I don't need to do 60 hours now, but I know my time management by keeping my mindset in yep. an amazing position entailed me to actually get more quality work done in a shorter period of time. Yeah, a hundred percent. So you, you, you learn you learn from those things, don't you? You know, and then you apply it to the next 
project or the next yeah. goal or whatever it might be. You're, yeah, you're always pulling in. No matter no matter what you do, I'm always analysing everything. And I yeah. analyse myself and I can critique myself or you know give yourself a pat on the back or whatever it might be. But I'm always looking, okay, well, what can I take out of that situation so I can better it next time and improve it? So I think that's important you do. Sometimes you've got to sit down and, and, and evaluate your wins or your losses. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, and, then, and then put it all as one. And, and I do that quite often. Sometimes at the end of the week, I might sit down in my gym, crank the tunes up and have a beer. Yeah. I, do, I do that often. And yeah. I might sit there for half an hour and get in the zone and think about this was cool, that wasn't cool, I fixed that, but I didn't speak to that person the way I should like or I rushed out, wasn't quite happy with that. So next week, I might just you know work on that. And, and, and you just keep trying to involve. I yeah. think that's the key word in businesses. That's all we're trying to do. Yeah. families with our kids we just want to be better people and again, again it all starts with the more you can actually sit down and be honest with yourself work out what it is you need to work on yep. and actually work on it and take the action don't just sit there reading quotes to try to improve your mindset during the day it's not going to do anything for you it's all about you've got to take that action you've got to learn to be uncomfortable to move forward absolutely so do you apply that same mindset to your training in terms of learning um, finding new ways to, to, to get better greater intensity greater volume you know all those sorts of things as, well, as we know as trainers like people's ability to train intensely sometimes is lacking and that's the opportunity we have as trainers in our own space but when you're dealing with online clients and things like that you can't always get the best out of them can you so do you apply that to yourself absolutely paulie and i I love that question it's a great question because i again i'm I'm a very ectomorphous stole physique if anyone doesn't know very sort of naturally skinny it's mm. like very superiorly skinny <laughs> very 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 little so i make a pad and i've had a lot of injuries over the years seriously yep. leg injuries etc that you know about so i i always make it a pad to go you know what i'm gonna i, I want to be a when, when you haven't got the genetics on your side but you know when hard work goes to work it can override you know a lack of genetics yep. so i've always prided myself to go you know what i'm, I'm gonna push and you know what and i have training partners that come in and we push limits that we didn't think we could do. There you and, go. and it's just applying that mindset that I've spoken about exactly. you know, in your training as well. Because I always said, I don't want to be a hypocrite and all of a sudden be that person I'm telling my clients what to do and I'm pushing them super hard yeah. and you know crazy leg sessions, etc. yet I'm not doing it the same. Yep. So if, I, if I'm going to, I want to be that person that does practice what I preach and all of a sudden you leave from the front. And I think that's any coach. You know, does every coach have to be that? Not necessarily, but no. if we, we, with either the ethics <clears throat> and morals and integrity is there, sort of work words mm. I sort of run on and with life. So you know what? If I want to be a leader, you know, I'm going to lead by example. Yep. And sometimes we can't because, you know, some coaches might have some health issues or injuries and stuff, so yeah. which prevents him. It doesn't make him any less of a coach or any less awesome. of a person. But me on a personal note, mm. you know what I mean? I'm still playing soccer, I'm surfing, I'm still keeping pretty active. So I like, like to leave from the front, you know what I mean? So would you um, agree with the fact that if you can teach an individual to train harder than they expected they could, that will develop their mental strength? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I'm a real, I love the psychology of, of working with clients, hence why, you know, the way that I built my gym, yep. it's basically, it's only one-on-one because for me, I've always worked out that over the years I've realized that, you know, maybe some clients missed out on the results and maybe and I'll take the full responsibility, mm. whether they adhere to the diet or not. But sometimes I think that, you know what, they didn't adhere to the diet sometimes, maybe because I hadn't got in their head because they had a lot of psychological things going on. Sure. So I've sort of made it a pad poorly to really focus on that psychological side of individuals and I found the results are sort of showing on, on stage that I'm just being able to, you know, it's kind of like we want to work for each other. Oh, I, I, I always use an example of a team like Melbourne Storm in the, in the rugby league that yep. they've got a couple of classy plays, but the rest of the team is a, it's a good team, mm. but you know, there, there, there's a coach there that everyone wants to play for. And, and there's a certain number nine, Cameron Smith, that everyone wants to play with. Yeah. So, you know, you, you just step up and you when you want to play for each other, and my point, and which is what happens there, and, and I think that if you can have that relationship with your 
clientele. Mm. I believe you both want to work for each other, and I think that's that that's a secret ingredient that you know maybe some coaches might be missing. You know, yeah, you, oh, you respect kind of, both ways. It's hundred percent. Yeah, so true. Absolutely, so true. cool. Um, I hear the the Broncos are trying to uh, poach Cameron Smith for one more year. Oh, really? Is just, that yeah? yeah, yeah is yeah. that a fact? Yeah. yeah wow. Well, the, for the very reason you just mentioned, the fact that he's a leader, he gets respect. Um, you know, obviously he's thirty-seven years old and coming into the back end of his career, but given the position they're in, mm-hmm. they take someone like that into the team that they've got at the moment. Just think of the change it would make, and that's that's what one individual and, can do. And, and and that's what I mean, and, and that's probably my point of view. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you can take it. You know, oh, I kind of feel sorry. I know we've probably gone off the track, but I, no. I kind of feel I'm a, I'm a very sort of you know empathetic type of a person. I kind of feel sorry for the Broncos. Broncos supporters don't, but I look <laughs> at it and go, well, there's a, there's a whole there's a couple of experienced guys there, but you've got a very very young team yeah. that's getting criticised on 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 social media, getting criticised through the news, everywhere, yeah. radio, everywhere. These poor guys, man. You know, adults can't even handle you know a little bit of criticism on, on social media or, oh. their, or their friends saying something they didn't like. And all these poor kids, I don't care if they're people say oh they're professionals or not. No, they're not. They're twenty one years old. Twenty year old they kids, kids yeah. man. You yeah. know, I mean, I feel I feel so sorry, man. I, what these kids need is a yeah some 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 good mentors, mate. And that's um, it. Good leadership. You know, and, and, and you know what? And maybe a little bit of encouragement. Yeah, yep. maybe they're not picking themselves up. But remember, I said before earlier about the mindset. Well, that's yeah. it. What happens when you get smashed and smashed and smashed? You're just going to keep going that, down and that, down and that, down. That's my point of view. I'd, yeah. I'd be pulling in the best sports psychologist you can possibly find. Mm. That's what I'd be doing if I was the, if I was the owner of that club. And maybe I'd you be, could add your job title to, maybe, to that list. Yeah, you actually, can get down there. Just drop that down. I might actually look into the studies or something like that. I actually did at one point. I actually did at one point yeah. look, looking at sports psychology. Team, team psychology. And yet it stuff. turned out to be four to six years study. On <laughs> now, so I'm just going, no, 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 no. Hang on. That's, that's got a little bit out of my, out of my realms, I think. <laughs> So, all right, so we've touched on, obviously, the mental strength side of training and, obviously, what you've done for yourself to get in such a great headspace. And you often preach self-care. And I actually did a podcast the other day and, and um, mentioned you and, and obviously, the, the fact that you advocate for self-care and, and all the little tips that you give people along the way. So, what are your, your without delving too deep into um, into the darker side of things, what is your, your go-to tips for self-care and some examples that people can apply to their busy lives that are really, really simple? Yeah, we, we when we when we're busy, we we think we are busy. We just say busy because we've just said it out loud. I'm busy. We're all busy. Every we're busy. Yeah. Lifestyle, but well, what's busy? You know, mm. is is working eight hours a day busy? Is working 10, 12, 14? It depends on what you want to clarify as busy. For yeah. first, first thing first, you got to go okay. And all of a sudden, I find that you know you need to assess what you call busy fun. If you're if you're not on a ten hour day and that's all that you have, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, we, we need to then work it work into that. But I, I always find for me, I need I need to sit and analyze. So my, my whole start of my day is I'm going to get up an hour and a half early before I even see a client. Yep. So my first thing, I, I've now made a rule I don't see any clients except for a Friday at 6 o'clock. I don't see anyone until 7 o'clock. Okay. The reason for that is it's because it's, it's my time in the morning. So over the years, you know, you do the normal start at 5 o'clock, whatever it might be. Now there's a two-hour window now in the morning. That's mine. Yep. I do whatever I want with it. Okay. Now, in summer, if, if I'm if I'm having a surf, if I'm walking outside, a lot of the time now, like I'll just go into my gym early, and it's always an hour to the dot before I see anyone, and I'll sit there and I'll just get in my zone, and I'm gonna sit there, and I'll turn my music on, yep. and I'll sit there and have a coffee, and basically I'm priming myself. Yep. That's what Tony Robbins would always speak about priming. He's obviously the king dingling of this whole world. Oh talking yeah, about now. 100%. He'd always, he'd often speak about priming yourself. And I, and I, so I really looked into and researched and found out mm. years ago what actually he did. And I went to see him one year. It was just the most, blew my mind. Yeah. Because I'm so obsessed with that, with that psychology of the mind. Because for me, there's, there's, there's a difference between people that invest in their mindset and they're just a different athlete. They're just a different coach. They're just a different 
boss, whatever it might be. Yep. And, and I and I just see monkey see monkey do and go. That's what I want to do because that person is so productive during the day. Yep. This person can work twenty hours a day and sleep four hours and get up and just be buzzing every single day. There you Reason go. is because the, the, their productivity during the day is a on point, but mm. they're sitting back and investing in their mindset. And what that means for me, I'd sit there for half an hour. I wouldn't do anything. I literally just just sit there and listen to music, and all I'm just doing is just thinking. And I, and sometimes I'll just most of the time I'll sit there just thinking of the cool things. Right, do some gratitude. What's your go-to music? Believe it or not, be really slow. Really, yeah, okay. Really, like, really cool, like like just well, <clears throat> just quietly. My, my latest is I've just downloaded the new um, Taylor Swift, <laughs> and, and it's gone back to old school stuff, but it's really chilled. It's just yeah. guitar. It's just chilled, really mellow. Yeah, right. And mate, I, this is I'm on fire this week. I'm just I'm just coming, <laughs> and but I'm always looking for some new music because I need some new spark. But a lot of the time, it could be like. No, really cool, like you know, country music and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, That's yeah. Sort of what when you are Darius Rucker, what? Oh no, yeah, cranking it. Yeah, it's great. It's it's mood enhancing. Yeah, it's almost releases endorphins music. But yeah. that's my go-to. Then I might just go pick up the guitar and have a bit of a strum. And sometimes, like when I was just in New South Wales on the weekend, mm. I was with a mate. He wanted to go do some training when we woke up, and he goes, "Oh, let's go to boxercise." I said, "Nah, mate, mate, you live on the beach, but I'm not going to go to boxercise. You know, I'm going to go down to the beach because he goes, oh, what are you going to do down there?'" That's exactly it, nothing. Yeah. I was going to go down there, I was going to sit there and I want to wait for the sun to come up and I'll take a photo. Yeah. He goes, is that it? Yeah, man, that's, that's, that's cool. And I did it and it was fantastic. And then the day where it just started the day off perfectly because I invested into myself. Yeah, this, okay. This is my time. Perfect. And, and, you, and you just get yourself into a, a cool frame of mind. Mm. And, and that's a starting point. If you start, your, if you wake up in the morning all of a sudden open your phone and start sending emails and texting all of a sudden you get some not so cool emails or some not so cool texts. Yep. You're, you're, in the, you're annoyed straight away. On the back foot. Yep. Or you wake up in the morning, you hop in your car and you get straight in the traffic. Oh, and then you start getting frustrated and annoyed. Yeah. You know what I mean? These little things. And unfortunately, that's now setting the foundation for your day. Yeah. And this, for me, it's repetitious. All I'm doing now is starting with the basics. Starting with, I'm getting up, I'm look after myself first. Yep. And when that first client walks in at 7 a.m., whatever it might be, mm. I've already been awake for an hour. Yeah. An hour and a half, I'm like ready to rock and roll. They're yep. working half asleep. And, and I always say, I dictate the energy in my gym. Oh, 100%. So when someone walks in that door, yeah. What the spark that I give out is the spark that they're going to get for their session. Good if point. I'm flat, guess what? They're flat. It's yep. contagious. Energy's contagious too. Yep. So if I've got plenty of energy, and that's it. And there the more go. energy I can create within the morning, the more energy I have during the day, it's period of If someone, you lack some energy, yep. you lack some enthusiastic enthusiasm, pretty much create more energy within yourself by doing that. By doing more. That's scientifically proven. If yep. you can actually expend more energy, you create energy. That is the only way you can get energy into your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know when you get up, even on a weekend, try get up on the weekend, sit around and do nothing, mm. and and don't don't go train, don't walk, or don't do any exercise, and you just sit there. You you you'll probably be sloppy all day. Yeah. Get up and keep the same routine and train in the morning walk. You know, you by the time lunchtime, you, you've just done so much. Absolutely, you've achieved a lot too. It's that, satisfying, isn't it? It is satisfying. Yeah. It puts a smile on your face. Yeah. So very, very, very simple things when it comes to self care, and everyone's you know choice what they or what they go to is it's, it's really up to them. And yep. like I love that I love the guitar, and you know, and simple things for people could be just walk, walking down the beach. You know, just just walking, walking the dog, walking with the daughter. You know what I mean? Hanging yep. out with the kids, whatever it might be. It's, what rocks your boat? Yep, absolutely. And, and doing, but doing it, but making time to do it. You, we all have time. Yeah. There is 24 hours. We can all find time. It just means there's a little bit of sacrifice that mm. some people may have to make and get up a little bit early yeah. to actually make it happen. That's why I don't, I don't like getting up at four o'clock sometimes, but no. I know Got my productivity during the day 
is going to be way, way, way better. Just 100%. for the And I love driving to work in the morning in the dark. There's no one on the road. It's just a cool... Yeah. There's something about that other, other than driving to work at 7.30 and then you're in traffic straight away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually good... You, uh, well, not funny. Good, funny you mentioned um, the time thing because um, I read an article the other day about The Rock. We all know The Rock. Yeah. Superstar, bodybuilder, action, action star, all that sort of stuff. Man, he sleeps four hours a night. Yeah. How's that? But he is so productive. Like, he runs a business. He's got a tequila company. He films movies. He's on um, all social media and, you know, he just does so much. He trains every day, he trains, you know. So. And, he's in, and, and he's in shape. And, you oh, know, yeah. And, and, and where, where does it come from? He's expending energy. Yeah. And, yeah. and plus, he's in love with what he does. 100%. And I think that's, I think that's a massive key. In a Incredibly grateful with, human being too. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's a, yeah, funny, funny we talk about gratitude. Yeah. Was investing in yourself, yep. doing things that you love. It's a common denominator. It's everything yep. that The Rock's doing. He's pretty much everything that every human should be doing. And again, he's like the ultimate role model. And oh, you yeah. know, so well, like I say, when you think, if you say, I'm too busy, mm. what's busy? Well, Rock's just said that he sleeps four hours. And I sleep five hours. Yeah. Maybe six if I'm, if I'm lucky. Yeah, you know I'm about I mean? the same, yeah. Yeah, but, I don't, I've, but I've done that since I was three years old. There you go. So I, I don't, I'm not going to change. No. Give me, give me eight hours. Mm. Then I'll be tired and probably overtired. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, true, so, true. Yeah. That's um, a good example of the rock. That's yeah, a oh, it's a real, really good example. Mm. You know, everyone knows him. Um, so, so um, in regards to individuals, we mentioned po- positivity and being positive and gra- gracious and or gratitude. You know, having gratitude and stuff like that. Um, are you a believer that if you've got a circle of people around you that are incredibly positive, that's going to emulate on you? Yeah, one hundred percent. And I, I guess I speculate that you know, in, in a very, in a very nice way to individuals you know I don't want to anyone pull anyone, anyone away from their circle or their friends mm. etc or their, where they are at the moment yep. but the fact of reality is I hang around look I know so many people and I, I really only until you moved out west I really only <laughs> said I had a beer with you I, I only had like a handful of friends yeah. and it's not that I didn't hang out with these other people I just it's just the way that when I go out I, I enjoy that company and, mm. that, and that filled my cup yep. really. and, and for me I'm going to do, it might sound selfish, but I'm going to do what works for me so I can give to others. Yeah. So if I'm going to just go and hang around the wrong crowd or a negative crowd or some of the people that you know, may, may not have positive things to say, I'm a very positive person. Yep. I don't want to hear negative stuff. I don't want to hear anyone talk about someone else. Yeah. I want to hear, let's just have some good old laughs. And, and, right. and that's where I've just been in New South Wales doing the same thing, just met up with 10 old mates that I grew up with, man. And there, yep. was, there was, we were going to see a mate that's unfortunately got terminal cancer, but we didn't even talk about a terminal cancer. Yeah. Oh, we just went down there and, and had a laugh and the environment was just so positive. I come home, you know, just, just on such a high. How and, good. Yeah, that's it. And um, yeah, but your environment will dictate who you are, who you become. Yep. It's just it's just how it is. You know, if you want to hang around, you know, gym junkies, guess what? You become a gym junkie. Yeah. Junkie, you want to hang around people that, that like drinking five days a week? You're probably going to fall into that in that scheme as well. You know so, I mean? so, what's your advice for people like that trying to get out, or tr- just trying to remove negative people from their lives? Keep 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 your circle small and strong. Yeah, okay. You, you don't need you know you don't need ten friends. You don't need you know you don't you don't you, you only need you know a, a few people that you can trust that you want to spend your time with. Yeah. And that's generally that's all you, that's all you need to be. It's just got to be that, that those people that you go. You know what? I can't wait to go see Paulie or. You know, I can't wait to go see Monty or I can't wait to go see Brad or have a beer with Brad, whatever it might be. Yep. You don't want to go, oh, I've got to go see them today. It's, you know, it's, you don't want to say that. Well, you're I in that negative mindset, aren't you? Straight, straight yeah. away, you know Before what I mean? you can get there, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, wow. um, you know, I, 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 I'm just, re- again, what, what I do, I plan my week out, I find mm. out where, what have I got on the weekend, who am I going to see, who do I want to go to a beer with? Hey, Paul, let's go for a beer. I'll yeah. pop that in my little calendar over my busy schedule and ensure that, again, I can't wait to go there. 
So I, I'm just making sure that everything I do is going to value everyone else around me. Yep. So if it means having to sacrifice seeing a few other people, no, Paulie, so, so, so be it. Because all I care about for me is those that want to be influenced by me. Yeah. And, that, and that's all I can do. So to do that, I need to be at my, my superior, my, basically be my best. And, and that entails doing everything in my life that, that is actually going to benefit everyone else. Yeah, 100%. And, and you know, it's interesting you say that because I've learned, and I'll, I'll get to this point in a second, but, um, you know, if you're putting out and you're putting out so much positivity and so much gratitude, it reciprocates and comes back to you. And that's why you are having so much success. Well, thank you very much, Paul. Yeah. And I think I spoke about that up in, in India when in India... That was going to be my next point. Yeah. And it's, again, it's a scientifically proven fact yeah. that what you put out comes back. Yeah. So th this is my whole point is that, you know, if you're putting out negativity, well, guess what's going to come back your way? And, and, mm. and you'll notice also, Paul, you notice the people that, you know, that always seem to say, oh, you're so lucky. You always seem to have the good luck. Well, yeah. that luck's, luck's just something that you create. Yes. From, from basically throwing yourself out there being grateful, giving back. And mm. then the more you give back in society, don't worry, it'll all come back. Yeah. And I've always have, I had this other saying too, actually. I had an interesting conversation with uh, with a client yesterday. It was really fascinating. She said something quite amazing and she said that she's been doing all this great stuff behind the scenes, <laughs> and but no one can ever see it. No one ever sees it. And yeah. I said, I said, that's a great thing. Yeah. I, she goes, but how's, how am I going to get rewarded for it if no one sees it? And, and, I, and I just say, you know, there's one saying that I always learn. I can't exactly know how it goes, but it's all about, you know, when, when, when you're doing great deeds, don't blow a trumpet. Yeah, okay. So basically what I'm saying is that every time you're doing great deeds, do it from the goodness of your heart. Don't do a great deed for the sheer fact of I just acknowledgement, didn't see yeah. Yes, or do a great deed and go, I'm just going to put this on social media now. And tell, yeah. tell everyone that I just gave this person one of this last, this homeless guy 10 bucks. Well, hey, which is great as well. There's no drama yeah. about that. But fact is that, We'll do that every day. Yep. You should be giving value to people every day, but you don't have to blow the trumpet loud so everyone can actually get attention and see what you're doing. So that's a, one of the biggest things I took in. I, I thought to myself, I, I was told this 12 months ago. Yeah, thought, yeah that's a good... That, that, that's a fascinating quote, and, and, I'll, and I'll live by that. So there's a lot of counselling. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind my scenes that's mm. done free of charge for me. Sure. And, and no one will ever know because mm. no one's there. Yep. All this stuff's done confidential. Yep. So everything, half the stuff. I remember when I've been, I've been engaging in quite a few corporate people this year, which has been amazing. And these individuals are incredible, and and most of them hadn't heard of me, and we're only running like we're locals. Yeah. And that's, but that's great. And you're asking, man, you do this and that. Why isn't you know your social media bigger? Why aren't you more out there? I said because a lot of what I do is confidential. They said, what do you mean? I said I'm doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes <laughs> that will I can't talk about. Yeah. Well, that's fascinating. That makes sense. So, so you do this and you do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm. well, I'm not going to all of a sudden now go and put on social media. I just had a conversation with someone that's ready to take their life. It's, it's not what happens. No, no, but it's not. a lot of this stuff that I do for free, you know, you, you're doing it behind the scenes for the sheer fact of the goodness of your heart. Yeah. Not to say, oh, did this guy, did you see that? I just took my two hours out from a Friday afternoon to help this person. So I know if you're going to do good deeds for people, just, just do it for the sheer fact of, will, of wanting to do it. Yep. And I can guarantee you, Mate, it will reciprocate. Hundred percent guarantee. You want to build a great business, start giving back. Yeah, absolutely. Mate, because that's the vibe that will come back, and good people will come in yeah. into your business that you're going to then have for the long term. And that's simply, I've built my model simply on. Well, we'll look at the people that I have me around me, and look at my. I look at my clientele and I go, mate, they're 
they're, they're, they're almost very like 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 people. Yeah. You know, amazing people. Like look look at yourself. Look at your your JHRs and you, you look at Monies and you look at these carers. All these people that run under my wing mm. that started there that gone on to build amazing businesses, not good businesses. Yeah. Like like how good is your business going? Like it's oh. incredible for me to sit back and I just go one to comment on mine, mate. These are just all good people, yeah. good hearted people. And yes, education's there. Yeah. And education will only just evolve as you get as you get on. Mm. But you know, if you haven't got that good heart and you're in business and you're trying to, you know, get in there and you're, you're chasing the big dollar, well, we're in the service industry. Yeah, it entails giving back. But yeah. the more you give back, the more I guarantee the more money you're going to have in your back pocket. Absolutely. So you, you touched on India, and that was going to be a point I was going to raise. Um, and if anyone hasn't seen Leon's talk from India, um, jump on my YouTube channel and, and look up his name because it's. I, I was fortunate enough to speak. And then Leon followed me, so I had to warm up the crowd, of course. <laughs> um, but I had an opportunity, obviously, filmed Leon's uh, talk, and I just sat there and I was mesmerised. Like, I, I obviously, you, I've known you for a long time, and we chatted heaps and bantered, and you've coached me and all this sort of stuff. But when you got on stage, man, it was just, it was next level. It was really inspiring. And ironically, I, I got to see, because I think at the end of it, you asked everyone to put their hand on their heart, close their eyes, and think of, I think, three things they were gra- mm. grateful for. Yeah. And I was looking across the room at everyone doing it, and Mike Isretel was in the crowd. And, yeah. th- and if anyone doesn't know, Dr. Mike Isretel is like a guru in the world of evidence-based coaching. So I watched him, and he did it too. And yeah. I thought, wow, this is cool. Leon's actually got one of the, <laughs> the godfathers of, of evidence-based coaching to follow his lead. It was really, really inspiring. But my point is, what's, what's your, you know, I think one of your main goals was to get on a TED Talk. So yeah. What what's what's next for Leon in terms of the the, the speaking stage? And I know obviously you're a bit hamstrung at the moment with COVID and stuff, but yeah, it's it's funny. Like though, the the, the speaking was a very <coughs> indirect thing that kind of happened probably midway through last year. I I I've, obviously I got this got this manager Jennifer Swain, which mm. knows a lot of contacts and corporate people, and she actually. You know, I'm happy the way my business is running, but she's one. It's just like having another coach in any other sport. Mm. I had accountability. I had goals that I had to reach, and I and I was getting a push from someone, and and she just happened to listen to a talk that I did one day, which for me I wasn't anything even special. But yep. maybe she rang me up after the talk. She was she was um, writing articles for the local paper then, and she rang me up, introduced herself, and she goes, "Yeah, I'm Jennifer Swain." Blah blah. She goes, "Oh, who's your manager?" I said. Easy. I'm just a, I'm, I'm just a coach here. I'm just a PT. Like, what, are you, what are you, what are you talking about? And she goes, "Are you serious?" She goes, oh, I, 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 listen to you know, fifty corporate talks a month." And she goes, oh, "I've never heard anyone talk with so much passion, honesty, and you were so empathetic." She goes, "Can I write an article about you in the paper?" I'm like, "Yeah, man. Whatever you want to write, yeah. just mate, go for it." Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so she did that. I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she, a month later, she contacted me and she goes, "Oh." You know, we should we should catch up. And I said, yeah. Anyway, I caught up with her and had a chat. And then it rolled from there. And all of a sudden, another she goes, oh, there's a speaking gig coming up um, for the council. You want to go speak to my friends at the council? I'm like, oh, who want me to talk about? You know? She goes, you know, you work it out. I'm like, all right. Well, <laughs> how, how do I go about this? She goes, just work it out. Yeah. Okay. No worries. Anyway, so anyway, so I had to like contact the head head guys over at the council. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, get a Jennifer Swain. Anyway, here I'll little old me, and I'm just going, you know what? What the hell? Let's get uncomfortable. Let's just go for it. 100%. So I, I just went for it anyway. Went went there and engaged and did a talk there, and then all of a sudden, you know, turning then it was a AUIK day. Then then all of a sudden the you know the the, the local venue one one four they contacted me through the Suicide Alliance and a couple of 
big, big corporate people said, mate, could we need to hear you talk? And I'm like, yeah. this is crazy. Anyways, I just went and did a on the lounge with uh, Julian Whiting, who's uh, from Channel 7. Yep. So next to me, you now I'm sitting on the lounge to get interviewed by Julian Whiting. And then after that, you know, a couple of people come and say, man, you're amazing. You've got to go and speak at this and that. And and then I, I, I like, I, I, I love it. I really do. I love, I love chatting. But I, again, I, I get rocked so nervous. You know, I was about to ask that. Do you get nervous petri- before? Yeah. petrified. Like, yeah. petrified. I really... Doesn't like, show. No, no, everyone says the same thing. Yeah. You look so calm and relaxed up. They say, no, 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 no. I've been eating for 12 hours. <laughs> I, I, I am, I, I'm in all sorts of troubles. Yeah. But, but I, I know I know my topic. I know what I'm talking about. So I, I, I don't... I, I, it's more just nervous because you want to deliver. Mm. Oh, of course. And, and then, and then it, you know, probably a few people got in my head and said, you know, you should try a TED Talk. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Hey, it's something else. Just a, it's just a goal. Yeah. You know, Paul, it's something that made, is going to make me a little bit uncomfortable. Obviously, the TED, it's gone. I did apply for five and got knocked back five times there you go yeah okay. so um that's all right yeah and, th- and this is all part of the process so yeah. you know this is teach other people as well so you know what i mean and i'll probably apply for another five probably i would say more next year not now and there is no denying i'll get knocked back five times again this is the this is the world of the speaking world yeah you know what i mean so usually most i haven't had to apply them just sort of come my way mm. and you know anyway jennifer swain was the one that she said raise the bar and you this is what you're going to do Liam. and she goes well, when they come just apply yeah i applied so anyway i just kept getting knocked back mm. and uh, and but i but i'm not bothered i'm not phased because it's not my it's not my income it's just a it's just a byproduct of what i do it's like like doing a podcast you know you you're not a podcaster no you're you're a coach but you're adding value so I just go, you know, the speaking gigs, you just add in value. You're writing a book, you just add in value. You do yep. a podcast, you add in value. Again, more is one common word here. Two words, you give them back. Yep. And that's purely, that's it. And the, and the talk was just a goal to, to raise the bar, to take a quiet guy that, you know, I was kind of lived in a shadow of a, of a brother that was um, very, very, very intelligent, very smart, and, and um, yeah, a true professional in his own little way, where I was just a very quiet kid, didn't talk. And, and so... My goal was to do what something I couldn't do, mm. and and so for me it's just a bit of self satisfaction and go, you know what? How, how how do I even get on talk? And even how do I even talk in these podcasts? Whereas you know, eight years ago, mate, you couldn't, you, you couldn't even get boohoo. No, and in fact, the reality that's that's the truth. So no. you know, again, so the, the amount of the, I've just evolved over you know eight years has been huge, and it's taken crazy adversity from losing a brother to actually make that happen. Yep. You know what I mean? So as I always talk about the power of adversity is mind blowing. Oh, Paulie, yes, if you use it to your favor, it's not always easy to get out of adversity, but if you can, mm. yeah, that there's my inspiration every single day. You know what I mean? So I'm, yeah, I'm just grateful, mate, that I've got, I've got another day to wake up today and come and chat to you and see my clients and, yep. and see my friends and, and see my family, my daughter. And, and this is what I live for, man. Pr- perspective, simplicity. There's your motivation and, right that, there. People, that, people complain about not having motivation. You've just yeah. hit the nail on the head. That's it. I'm, I'm not here for the, you know, for the fancy cars and the fancy houses. Why, you know, they're, they're fantastic. Mm. But material things for me, they don't mean anything. Look, I'm wearing the same body bowling jumper that I had on. Well, I think I first bought these when I was six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even have shoes on. You know what I mean? But for me, it's... You did that, your hair. I did do my hair. I did do my hair, actually. Yeah. No, it's actually just sweaty because I trained. Oh, okay. So just see, I've got a bit of sweat. So I was brushing this comb over nicely, but thank you. But, um, but yeah, look, I'm very, very, very. I keep things very simple. I'm yeah. not, material things don't don't matter to me. Friends, family, giving back to people. Period, man. That's just that's just how I've I've made my life because that's what really matters. And yep. might I run high every day simply for that fact? How good. So what's next then? What's next on the agenda? Like we've talked about, obviously you have got one book in development. You have got an, an idea for another one. 
Um, you know, are, are you, are you, you still do a weekly column for the, my weekly preview? Yeah, it, yeah? it comes out. It comes, monthly it comes, yeah, monthly, yeah. Okay. So the next one will come out next weekend. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So you got that on the go. Yeah. Um, you've obviously got all your clients that you, you're dealing with as well. What, what other, um, things that you could talk about now without obviously, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that was going to be another thing that yeah. I was going to talk about. How, I, I know you're a big, a big a holiday guy. Like you've, you know, you've been to Canada, you've, you've, you've traveled to the, you go to the Gold Coast a lot with your, your daughter. Mm. Like, um, is that is that important thing for you to, to, to break up the year? Yeah, look, de- definitely. So naturally, all this year, I haven't gone anywhere. And, and to be honest, I, I went to, well, a friend, good friends of mine, actually, the campers, they, they flew my, my family with them to mm. Canada to go snowboarding, which was uh, 18 months ago now. Yep, yep. But I haven't actually been anywhere from that time. Yeah, you know, okay. Literally, because of, obviously, the book and all the studies and everything that come out, and I promised myself midway through last year when all these things are completed, yep. I would then have a bit of a breather, but I didn't want a holiday. Yeah, because okay. I, I was just running off momentum, and there was so much going on. Opportunities were just coming knocking. I wasn't mm. doing anything fantastic. I didn't think anyway. I was just focusing on giving back, giving back, and the more I gave back, the more opportunities come up. So I took no holidays all through summer. Christmas, I just kept going. Didn't take any time off, just like Christmas Day, Boxing Day. Yep. And that was it. And then I rolled on through this time and then COVID hit and yeah. I've just gone, well, that was the only way I was going to slow down. Yeah. So for me personally, COVID was a, well, I shut down for 10 weeks, not nine weeks, sorry. So for me, that was a, was a blessing. Yeah. I just go, you know what, gee, I needed that. Not wasn't a holiday <laughs> by no means, but it was a nice break to sit back and, and reevaluate and go, Leon, okay, hang on. You need to just slow for a little bit. So yeah. much has happened. All right, work out what is next, okay. like you just said. And what is next? Basically, I'm just going back to, I, I, go, I just want to work on myself even more. I'm just, I'm just at the point, even come back from COVID, I just feel like I've got this more, this more energy and I just want to touch people even more. Okay. Yeah, and, and, that, and that's purely, man, that, that's always been my goal is just I want to give back even more. And you know what? You know, I started, I'll be obviously been going to church for now for the last couple of years. Yep. And, and, and that's kind of instilled a lot within me as well. A lot of me mates are like, what the hell are you doing going for church, man? It's like, well, you know, it's my personal journey and, and you know what? It's I always say, like, don't don't bag the happy guy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I have my just personal reasons where it just seems to fire me up every day and I'm, and I'm just around sort of loving people and, and I feed off that. Can I, can I ask, in regards to that, it, it's not so much the religious aspect of the church, it's more the energy and the people and the positivity that you get from it? Probably the, be, whole, the, the whole, the whole lot. thing. Yeah, yeah, the whole okay. lot. You know, I, you know I, I'll get baptised soon. I did, okay. a, I did even did a course on that. Yeah, right. Yeah, throw that at, yeah me and my daughter. Actually, yeah, me, cool. me and Indy go, it's like our time together. Okay. Like, we go every Sunday. Fantastic. Wife, Renee's not into it, but, uh, you know, Renee, uh, Indy and I, mate, we, we religiously go, man, we, we love it. You know, I train the, the pastors, yep. you know, from the church in my gym and stuff, on, you know yeah. what I mean? That's so. For me, it's, for me, it's just a place where, I mean, people kind of with the same values as me hmm. just wanted to give. And, and for me, I get charged up from it. Yeah, so okay. that gives me an extra bite in my step to add on with everything else that I'm doing. Man, hmm. I'm, I'm high, man. So effectively, that is kind of a mini holiday. It's, it's, it is, and it's just, it's my extra charge up yeah. as well. And, you know, we do managing emotions, you know, all week. And, oh, and yeah. you're dealing with a lot of, you know mental illness and you know I, I got a phone call 8.30 last night that mm. you know and, and individuals you know in, in, in dire straits you know what I mean yep. but this is what happens you know work don't stop sometimes when I go home just oh, when you course. think you've wind down 8.30 you're sitting halfway nearly half time in the footy and all of a sudden there's an emergency phone call that yeah, you need okay. to take action through you know what I mean and follow it up today and so to do things like that man you got to make sure that your head's in a great space or or I, or I can't do that yeah and I want to do it yeah, well, you know, that's what you've taken on board, so absolutely. I yeah. so, so for me, if it means that, you know, you're going in, in Sunday, you know, you, you're going to church and all of a sudden you, you go on there and, you, and you're doing your thing, 
and and if that charges me up for the following week to allow me to do that again, yep. so be it. Yeah, I keep it to myself. I don't. I'm not. I'm not here to pressure anyone. I'm not mm. here to tell anyone this. Do this. Do that. I'm just. It's just something personal for me that that works. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. Oh, I think we've we've covered everything I wanted to chat about. Um, I thought. I asked um, all my guests this last question, so I'll, I'll fire it to you. This is a question um, without uh, notice. Uh, who would you invite to dinner? So if you got to invite anyone to dinner, um, it could be a motiva- motivational person, um, a sporting person, a whoever that, that you could have a chin wag with and just relax and chat to. It could be someone in the bodybuilding world, in the fitness world. Who would you... Uh, it could be multiple people. You could yeah. name a couple if you want. Throw you under the bus a little probably, bit here. Probably, probably, probably two. There's probably two. Yeah. And they're, and they're both guys. Yeah. Uh, look, one, one, I would, one I would definitely say Tony Robbins. Okay. I, I just think that I, I could just listen to his, his values and what he, what he says. He, he would definitely be one. Yep. And the, the other one, believe it or not, regarding like career and learning some psychology would probably be Cameron Smith. Oh, right. And yeah. I've always wanted to... And I, I still don't know one day if I can make this happen. Maybe oh, it was actually, actually prior to Cameron Smith. It was actually uh, Tony Doherty. Oh yeah, yeah. When Tony Doherty, like <laughs> I just think that he was again his Arnold Schwarzenegger's business partner. If people don't know, yeah, for the Arnold Classic. But but he he used to before there was motivational speakers and there was everything that goes on today. Yep. He was one of the originals, mate. He was one of the original guys that were going around and geeking and speaking to people, and yep. he, he he knows the stuff. And I just. There's, there's experience, there's wisdom, and and the stuff there that, that I'd want to learn, and I and I, lo- I love the the, the, the relaxedness of, of Cameron Smith, and, yeah. and by the way, I'm a Parramatta fan, I'm not, <laughs> not, not a Melbourne fan, but just that cool mentality, that cool head. He doesn't um, flinch under pressure, does he? No, and, no. and hence why why it's a, it's attractive to me. I just yeah. think we could have a a great conversation, but that would be too god if we're talking females as well, just to throw a female out there just so people wondering why would he pick two guys I'm, <laughs> oh mate I'd, I'd have to say Taylor Swift again mate <laughs> well yeah. fair enough who wouldn't you could have a jam with her you know get on the guitar yeah, that, and... that's exactly huh? right I'll, let, I'll leave the singing to her yeah but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do the strumming that's awesome good answer what about you who, who would you oh you're putting me on the spot yeah jeez oh, I don't know um, I'm asking the questions here mate um, yes oh I, I guess the, one of the blokes on my wall Lane Norton who you know very oh, well yeah. Um, I just think he's, he's the, you know, and obviously you've spent a lot more time with him than I have, but I just think his personality, his yeah. knowledge, I'd pick his brain for hours, I reckon. Well, you know, well, you know we did, we, well, we've had a couple of gigs now, yeah. but remember when he came to Mooloolaba, he said yeah. Mooloolaba, and um, yeah, and I got hold of him, and I said, oh, yeah, no, I didn't beer. get that invite. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, there. oh, well, that was just like very exclusive only, you know <laughs> what I mean, so uh, Paul, who, <laughs> no, no, I did ask him, but he goes, "No, nah, no, nah, I don't know who that who that guy is." Yeah, <laughs> nah, but we had, we went up and had a few beers, and it was actually pretty cool. Yeah, and so again, that's um, yeah, pretty cool little thing. So I mean, he could he could have gone out with anyone. Oh, absolutely, um, yeah. Somehow I ended up having a beer with him. So 100%. you know, l- lucky me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, no, I don't. What, what about a female? You're doing a male. We're gonna give a female too. Oh, um, off the top of my head, um, maybe Ronda Rousey. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, she she, she sort of broke ground for females in the, in that sport, and and yeah. again we go back to mental strength. I think she's Very got powerful. yeah, oh, powerful girl. You know, to get in the the octagon and fight, like you've got to have strong. Um, it's a whole nother level. It is, yeah. Your mind's got to be on, you know, and, and 
having done Muay Thai for a couple of years now, just knowing how switched on you've got to be, Absolutely. you're not only thinking about what they're doing, you've got to think about what mm. you're doing. Then you've got to, it's like a game of chess. You've got to think three steps ahead. So yeah, for, to be at that level uh, as a professional, yeah, I think you, you, your knowledge and your mental strength would just be next level. It's big Good time. Choice. Good choice. There you go. All right, thank you very much, mate. How, um, if anyone is listening to this and they want to um, look you up, uh, learn more about you. How do they find you? What's your social media, your yeah, website, yeah, all that you sort of stuff? Pretty much Body by Leon on Facebook, uh, Body by Leon on Insta, yep. Instagram, and the website. Yeah, all the W's, bodybyleon.com.au. <laughs> that's easy. Yeah, yeah that, that's exactly <laughs> look, easy. Look for the big blue truck. That, that, that's yeah. exactly and your, right. And your you mug have, on the you side. Have your mug on the side, mate. Fantastic. Okay. Thanks for having me, Paul. Oh, really pleasure, mate. Thank you for giving up your time. We really appreciate it. So thank you, guys. Um, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please uh, screenshot it. And share it on your Insta stories, tagging myself and obviously Body by Leon as well. And as I say to every client every single day, have a great day. Awesome.